Hello, Raw Forkers. This is your host of Raw Fork Podcast, Dr. Marina Bookthov, a.k.a. Dr. Book for short. I'm excited to announce that we will be revamping and repurposing the Raw Fork Podcast. And I've decided I want to focus on interviewing pharmacists and herbalists and seeing where they intersect. In other words, I believe that all pharmacists originally started out as herbalists because herbal medicine is the predecessor of regular Western medicine that we use today. Um, a lot of our drugs, as high, some people say 70, some sources say 90% of our drugs on the market today were either derived from or inspired by constituents in plants. And uh, the apothecaries of old age, well, not old age, but of old days, of the old days, um, they dispensed compounded concoctions of herbal medicine. And that always fascinated me since before pharmacy school, but also during when I went to study abroad and every place that I visited since, whether a new country or a new city or a new state, I've always loved to go into the more traditional old school pharmacies and see how they operate there. And I've often found that they definitely intersect with herbal medicine and they often have teas and um, clays and masks and tinctures and just powders, anything herbal derived, like pastes. Um, yeah, and the one of the pharmacy museums that I saw at in New Orleans, they had records dating way back when um, of like different concoctions that prescriptions called for that the pharmacists would mix up. And a lot of them, of course, have been disproven, you know, um, as have procedures that the doctors have done. But a lot of them have been proven to work over and over again and have since been either patented into drugs at standard doses or synthesized as drugs. Anyway, the point remains is that they definitely have a shared background together and pharmacists have evolved to be the drug experts, but I believe that we can be much more than that. And I believe that in order to serve the public, pharmacists can be knowledgeable about all types of self-care remedies. And we could advise our clients as experts of all these self-care methods. Um, We could be that gatekeeper that either advises a patient, go seek emergency care, go see a doctor, or if self-care can be sufficient. And I believe self-care includes things like lifestyle, diet, um, also just things they could do around the house, like, let's say, compresses or um, different things that they could actually do for their ailment rather than ingest. I believe that that is part of self-care and that we could become experts um, and guide our patients into the proper self-care method. And I think herbs in their crude form can 
definitely play a role in our self-care. They're a lot cheaper than buying a supplement or a prescription that will come in a plastic bottle and uh, just last a certain amount of time. I think herbs can, like I said, be cheaper in their crude form and also be less wasteful. They don't usually come in a plastic bottle. You can get a certain amount in weight at an herb shop um, and you could get it in a paper bag and use it as needed or to, you know, get a couple of days worth and see if it's working for you and just keep some on hand if you want to use it for a self-limiting ailment in the future. Anyway, I'm rambling on, but the point is I really want to repurpose this podcast and introduce you to a whole world of what pharmacists can do if they intersect with herbalism and vice versa. I want to also have herbalist speakers on the blog and get their perspective of where these two worlds intersect. And obviously the choice is really easy because I myself became both a pharmacist and an herbalist, um, also a, a health coach. So for me, these are the two worlds that I am trying to merge in my own practice. And I would love to share this world with you. So without further ado, um, I'm excited to announce that my first interview has already been done and I've scheduled a few other interviews and I'm really excited to bring this new podcast and show the world what pharmacy and herbalism together look like. On a personal note, I just want to share that ever since I became a pharmacist, I kind of became disappointed and disillusioned with the field almost immediately after I started practice. I started in community pharmacy and during school and out of school, I was lucky enough that I got to be in a pharmacy that valued natural care, self-care methods and um, the pharmacists there were offering advice regarding supplements and herbs uh, through their own education and passion and they were also carrying the products of this line including loose and crude herbs so um, I am lucky and happy that I got to work in those places and I still do work in a place like that um, so I was exposed to it during school and I valued this kind of approach and this inspired me to go into more schooling and eventually do health coaching and become um, a clinical herbalist. But I digress. The point is, um, what is the point? My son is being so distracting. Uh, yeah, I have a toddler. He is 16 months now and he's doing all kinds of things now. He's starting to walk, touch everything, play around with things. Uh, so I'm watching him like a hawk while trying to do this. So anyway, um, so on my personal journey of becoming this quote-unquote holistic-minded pharmacist is, um, is that I just wanted to make sure we as pharmacists aren't quote-unquote drug pushers, that we're not just trying to push prescriptions on people and over-the-counter products um, on people when other remedies could work, cheaper or even more effective remedies 
um, my main goal as a pharmacist is to uphold the Hippocratic Oath of first do no harm. So I want to make sure whatever advice I'm giving regarding drugs or supplements to patients will do them no harm, even though for me it will be a business move if they buy some of the things that I'm selling. So this is where I always felt there was a conundrum in the pharmacy world because we are dispensing these prescriptions and supposedly, you know, the more you dispense and the more you sell, the greater and better your business is because this you're the middleman between the drug companies and the supplement companies and the consumer. So to me, that always just felt like, you know, that business savvy is is at odds with my do no harm and um, just my clinical side of let's try the least invasive method first, um, you know, and move up the scale. So basically I was pretty disappointed with the fact that um, these two parts of business and practice are reality and it's, you know, it's something that I feel every pharmacist has to deal with in one way or another. And in my case, the way I wanted to deal with it is by educating myself and being a tool that my clients and patients can use um, when they want to ask me something. And I counsel them as part of my job, you know, about the prescription items. But I also wanted to counsel them outside of a certain scope and teach them how to do stuff in a more maybe holistic way and direct them to more holistic practitioners or more quote-unquote natural products or vitamins or herbs or supplements that are also necessary and may not be prescribed or that could be alternatives if they didn't want to take the prescription for whatever they were dealing with. Um... So not to sound that I was overstepping my scope of practice, but I just wanted to become that source of knowledge by educating myself further, and that way I could serve whatever type of patient came in and whatever they were looking for, I would be able to assist them further, whether to seek alternative care from another practitioner or something that I could actually advise right there in the store that they could buy or do at home without buying anything. So um, so to wrap this up, um, when I graduated, I was extremely disappointed with the profession and feeling that I was a drug pusher in a way by dispensing the sheer volume of prescriptions and feeling that I'm not really benefiting somebody's health in a positive tra tra trajectory. I just felt that I was dispensing all these drugs to kind of keep them consistently ill, <laughs> to put it mildly, or consistently well enough. But they are pretty sick if they have to consistently take drugs to stay at a certain level of wellness. I felt, I felt that that was counterintuitive of health, really. So um, so not to drag this out, but after I did become educated in these other modalities, 
I became more confident that I could be of some use to my patients and that helped me practice. And now that I've been trying to build a podcast and carve out a niche in the pharmacy and herbalism world, I actually sought out other pharmacy podcasts and websites. And what I realized was that I actually have incredible respect for other professionals in my field and what they're doing um, with their title and their degrees. Some of them have really amazing podcasts and Instagrams and other social media accounts where they kind of try to do the same thing that I'm doing. They are educating people on both pharmaceuticals and other ways that pharmacists can improve their own lives and the lives of their patients. And all of this is through education and passion. So I just have incredible respect for other pharmacists that are trying to shed light into the medical world and you know, just to the public, raise awareness of different illnesses, different pharmaceuticals, and alternatives to the pharmaceuticals or adjunctive therapies. So I've become really inspired by other pharmacists, and I just know together we can make a difference.